Audio Mystery Theatre presents The Ornamental Hermit, a D.S. Billings mystery. Part 7, Sandringham House. It's the detective, Mum. Oh, John, you're back. Did you find anything out? I have some news. How is Mr. Forrester? He's deteriorating rapidly. Keeps slipping in and out of consciousness. It won't be long now. What is your news? Perhaps you should sit down. Sit down? Why? Is it bad news? Sit down, Mrs. Forrester, and I'll tell you. I have a list of items I'd like to read out to you. Please tell me if you recognise any of these items of clothing. Uh, A pair of striped woolen trousers with five black buttons, a white cotton shirt with a stand collar, a plain light brown waistcoat with satin lining and velvet collar, a pair of black leather ankle boots with round toe, a pair of white cotton drawers labelled with the following letters, B-A-S-H-U-N. Button! Do you recognise it? That was Sebastian's nickname. When he was little, he couldn't pronounce his own name. Bashan was all he could come up with. The servants have labelled his clothes with that name ever since. These clothes were found discarded in a field outside of the village of St. Bees. St. Bees? But what does it mean? Do you think that he... I think he's still alive, Mrs. Forrester. And I think I know where he is. Well, this is it. This is his cell. I think I should go in first, Mrs. Forrester. Why? I have to prepare him. He doesn't know we're here. I understand. I'll let you know when to come in. You ready, Sergeant? I'm ready. Brendan, it's me, John Billings. You remember me, don't you? We knew each other a long time ago. Although you weren't Brendan then. You were Sebastian Forrester. I'm Gideon Billings' son. Your parents looked after me for a few years. I'm a police detective now. I've come to help you. I don't believe you killed Lord Palmer. You were only one month away from claiming your reward. You had nothing to gain from his death, but you had everything to lose. Nor is there any real evidence against you except for your own confession. I don't know why you signed that confession. Perhaps you were confused or you thought that there was no hope, but you can still retract it. It won't count as evidence if you do. Sebastian, are you listening? Bashan, your mother is here. She's standing outside. She's longing to see you. She doesn't want to see you hanged. But that is what will happen if you don't retract your confession. You can write your story down on this. Write down exactly what happened. Explain that your confession was made at a time of confusion and despair, but that it was false. Then give the letter to the guard and ask him to give it to the magistrate. I'll leave the notepad and pencil on the bed. Your mother will employ a lawyer but it is crucial that you retract your confession within the next few days before the trial date is set. Will you let Mrs. Forrester in now, please, officer?
Time's up, I'm afraid. I'm going to have to ask you to leave now, ma'am. Please, will you let go of the prisoner? I will arrange a lawyer for you, my dear. We'll get you out of here, my darling. We'll do everything we can. We'll have you back home soon, so you can see your father before he... Come on, Mrs. Forrester. We have to leave now. Hey, look who's back. How are the lakes? Hello, Clarkson. What are you up to? I've been going through these blooming reports all week, Billings. I'm all beady-eyed, but I tell you what, it'll be worth it. I took all the reports which offered a reward for the retrieval of stolen jewels, then tried to match them with a stash we found in Deptford. There's going to be an handsome reward at the end of this. Jacob says we might get up to £10 altogether, out of which 12 shillings will go to me. Think of that, Billings. Well, come in handy for Christmas, eh? I could get myself a nice big goose out of that. <laughs> you certainly can. Now, I just need to match the remaining jewels. It's bloody tedious work, Billings. Especially as some of them don't seem to have been reported stolen. Take a look at these, for instance. A leather pouch containing a gold cameo ring with a picture of a Greek warrior and a gold pocket watch engraved with two date palms. Sounds pretty fancy to me. Why would you not report these? Did you say a gold cameo ring with date palms? Yeah, why? It rings a bell. I must have read about it somewhere. Here, Billings, what are you doing for Christmas? You should come over. Oh, no, 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 no. Yeah, really, you should. There'll be enough goose to go round. They've got a big one at this goose farm in Clapham Common. A big brute of a beast. I've named him Mr Boogledug. I'm going to tell the chap to reserve him for me. I don't want to inconvenience your wife. It's no inconvenience. She'll love to meet you. So, that's settled then. You're spending Christmas with us. Damn it. Oh, by the way, Jacobs wants to see you. I should warn you, he's in a foul mood today. Double damn it. You wanted to see me, sir? Ah, Billings. Had a nice time in the Lake District, did you? Thank you, yes. Relaxing, was it? Yes, sir, it it was. Good, good. I just received this from the magistrate. What is it? You know perfectly well what this is, Billings. Lochran has retracted his confession. Oh. I believe you've had a hand in this. Well, I, uh, I, I visited him in Newgate yesterday and I gave him some advice. May I see the letter? No, you may not. Why did you talk him into retracting his confession? I am convinced he's innocent, sir. And what evidence do you have to support this? None yet, sir, but I'm sure if we look hard enough we can... He's an acquaintance of yours, it seems. Yes, sir. His real name is Sebastian Forrester, and he's the son of a family friend. I hadn't seen him in over ten years, but when I was in Whitehaven I went... Ah, yes, Whitehaven. I've heard about your adventures in Whitehaven. You have? The Whitehaven police contacted us to verify that you were a Scotland Yard detective. It seems this little trip to the Lake District wasn't as relaxing as you made it out to be. I, uh, I was working on a personal case. A personal case? Mr Forrester asked me to help him locate his son who went missing ten years ago. So you went behind my back? I had no reason to tell you, sir. I didn't know at the time that the cases were connected. I only recently found out that Sebastian Forrester and Brendan Lochran were one and the same. I assure you, sir, I had no reason at the time to suspect a connection. 
The trial was set for Friday, but it has been postponed. We've been given two more days to come up with the evidence or he'll be released. We do not have time for this nonsense, Billings. The case was closed and now you've gone and ruined it all. Maybe if I go back to Berkshire and look through the evidence with the Berkshire Constabulary. The the gardener did mention that they had a lot of poachers, so perhaps... I've already sent Inspector Flint. Inspector Flint? But wouldn't it make more sense to send me? You're off the case, Billings. You're personally involved. But... I'm sending you to Norfolk. Norfolk? The Prince of Wales is holding a Christmas reception at Sandringham House. I'm transferring you to the security service. Security service? It's only temporary. They need more people. But if you play your cards right, there'll be a promotion in it for you. This is special branch billings. This is where you belong. But I'd I'd far rather... This isn't a proposition, billings. This is an order. Your train leaves this evening at five, so you'd better start packing your bags. Why are you back so early? I'm off to Norfolk, Mrs Appleby. I've just come to pack my bags. Norfolk? Oh, what's in Norfolk? My goodness, the half make you travel about, don't they? First it was Berkshire, now it's Norfolk. <laughs> by the by, a parcel arrived here this morning. It was shoved through the letterbox around ten o'clock. I was having my tea in the parlour when I heard a noise in the hallway. That can't be the postman, I thought to myself. He's already been. So I rushed out and saw that envelope lying on the doormat. No stamps, no postage mark, just your name. For me? What could it be? This looks like the same kind of envelope those shameful photographs came in. Surely that shopkeeper didn't. Here, you've gone all pale. I hope it's not to do with work. I won't have police matters taking place in my house. Uh, Thank you, Mrs Appleby. What? You're going to open it in your room, are you? I hope it ain't nothing serious. There's three photographs in there. Oh, no. That's what I dreaded. They're of me and that man from the back room, Charlie. Standing under the gaslight, kissing. I knew I saw a flash. Charlie said it was dry lightning, but I knew it was a camera flash. Someone was standing outside, ready to take a picture. But who? And why? There's something else in the envelope, a note. Lay off or else... It was that reporter from the Illustrated Police News. He'd been following me all day. Somebody must have hired him to entrap me. Is this to do with the Lord Palmer case? Is this an attempt to scare me off the investigation? I have to go back to that shop and find out. Mr. Bull, open up. Mr. Bull. Mr. Bull, I know you're in there. Let me in. I have to speak to you. Who are you? Open the back door, Mr. Bull. I have to speak to you. What do you want? Just open the blessed door. The shop is closed. I've closed down. I'm leaving the city. Open the back door now, Mr. Bull, or I will break it open. Dr. Smith, is that you? I'm closing down, Dr. Smith. I'm moving to Birmingham. Would you care to explain the meaning of this parcel I received today? 
That has nothing to do with me, Dr. Smith. Oh, you know what it is, then? Uh, no, I don't know what it is. But whatever it is, it has nothing to do with me. You set me up, didn't you? I don't know what you mean. You know perfectly well what I mean. Who asked you to do this? I have nothing to say to you, Dr. Smith. Please go away. I'm busy packing up. Tell me who put you up to this, you blessed little man. Leave my shop now, or I will cry out for the police. I am the blessed police. You are? So that's why... That is why what? I wondered why the foreign gentleman was so interested in you. I thought perhaps you were a judge or a counsellor, but you're far too young and shabbily dressed for that. But now I know. So, Dr. Smith is a policeman, is he? <laughs> oh boy, oh boy, are you in trouble. Who are you talking about? What foreign gentleman? I don't know, Mr... Um... What is your name, anyway? Never mind my name. Who is the foreign gentleman? I don't know who he is. Really, I don't. I just know that he came into my shop a few days ago and offered me £300 for my client list. I've been offered money for it before, but never as much as that. And I was desperate to leave this shithole and start a respectable shop in Birmingham. So I sold it to him. Then he came back the next day and offered me a further £100 if I arranged for you to visit me. He had picked your name out of the list. I didn't ask why. Why would I? And what about Charlie? Oh, Charlie has been working for me on and off. But I didn't put him up to anything. What you did with him, you did out of your own free will. I played no part in that. I have broken no laws. You're a pornographer. Excuse me, but I am not a pornographer. I am a dealer in artistic photographs. You're a blackmailer. It weren't me who blackmailed you, Dr. Smith. Did you know there was a photographer outside? Of course. Then you were party to a deliberate act of blackmail, and that is a crime, Mr. Bull. And so is sodomy, Dr. Smith. Nothing unlawful happened between me and Charlie. Then what are you getting so hot under the collar for? What did the man look like? Look like? I don't know. Tall? Dark? Where was he from? I have no idea. Russian, maybe. Russian? Possibly, I don't know. Now please, I've told you all I know and it's three o'clock already. I'm supposed to vacate the premises by four and I'm not yet packed. All right. Settle down, gentlemen, settle down. For those of you who don't know me, I'm Chief Inspector Wright. I should be in charge of security at Sandringham House during the Prince of Wales Christmas reception. We have a team of 16 officers, eight locals from the Norfolk Constabulary, and eight special agents whom have travelled up from London and to whom I bid a hearty welcome. All right, all right, settle down. Now, the guest list at the reception includes the Prince's sister, Her Imperial Majesty the Empress Frederick, the ambassadors of France, Spain and Denmark, our Foreign Secretary, the Marquis of Salisbury, the Governor of the Imperial East Africa Company, and many other notables. Will the Queen be there? No, the Queen is in Osborne House. Always blooming ease. What was that, Mr Cooper? <laughs> Nothing, sir. The Queen is in mourning, Mr Cooper, as I'm sure you're aware. She has retired from public life. She's been in mourning for 29 blooming years. Ain't it about time she came out of it? <laughs> there are 32 servants resident at Sandringham House, but most of the guests will also bring their own, which means there will be over 200 people present at the reception tomorrow. And there's only 16 of us, so we must remain alert at all times. 
There have been no threats and we have no reason to suspect any trouble. But at a gathering like this, we must always anticipate intrusion from the usual opportunists who hope to gain notoriety by harming the Prince of Wales or a member of his family. By the usual opportunists, I mean people such as Fenians or anarchists or... Disgruntled mistresses! Now, now, we'll have none of that. <laughs> this is the Prince of Wales we're talking about and our future king. Let's show more respect. Does anybody else have any questions? What the devil am I doing here at Sandringham House? Guarding the blessed Prince of Wales. There are better things I could be doing with my time. Like figuring out who sent that threatening letter. What's going on with the Lord Palmer case? Who is that mysterious Russian who's trying to blackmail me, and why? Ah, fresh air. Thank goodness for that. Oh, hello, officer. Don't mind me. I just need a bit of air, that's all. I've been swirling and twirling for the last two hours, and that's never a good idea when your belly is full of champagne. I say, you're that chap, aren't you, that led us into the dungeons? I am, Detective Sergeant Billings, sir. Yes. What a singular coincidence. What are you doing here? Security service, sir. How remarkable. I saw your boss only yesterday. My boss? The other fellow we spoke to at the police station, uh, Joseph, or Abraham, or... Jacobs? That's the one, Chief Inspector Jacobs. He came to our house to return this. It's the ring which was stolen from Lord Palmer, together with a gold watch. I the cameo ring with the Greek warrior and the gold yeah, watch with the date palms. The, the very items Clarkson had been struggling to locate. Of course, that's where I heard about them before. I tell Lady Palmer you're here. She may want to say thank you. How did Lord Palmer's jewels end up in the Russian counterfeit stash? How long has Jacobs known about them? Dressed up as the Queen. Silly thing. I'm sure her whole scheme will backfire. He's determined to meet the Prince of Wales, but he seems equally determined. Why did he wait until I was out of sight to return? dressed like his mother. I say, may I give you a cigar? Mr. Billings, I say, I do believe you're not listening to me. Uh, I'm sorry, sir. I was distracted. I want to give you a cigar as a token of my appreciation. You're not allowed to accept money, but I'm sure your superiors will not object to a cigar. There. I'll put it in your breast pocket. You can have that when your shift is over. Well, I think that's enough fresh air for the moment. Back to the waltz. Cheerio! What the devil is going on? Why is significant progress on the Lord Palmer case constantly being made when I'm away? First there was a confession, and now the identification of the jewels. It's almost as if Jacobs is deliberately sending me away all the time. Could he somehow be involved in all this? Oh, it's bloody cold out here. The prince gave explicit instructions to leave the front door open at all times, but it's bloody cold. Why am I stuck here on my own guarding the coats, hats and furs of the distinguished guests? I'd far rather be patrolling the grounds of the estate with the other officers. Chief Inspector Wright said it was because I'm well-spoken. If any of the guests should speak to me, I'll be able to answer back in correct English and without an offensive regional accent. <laughs> I wish I wasn't well-spoken. I wish my English was coarse and rough like Clarkson. Perhaps I wouldn't stand out so if it was. Perhaps I'd be more accepted by my peers. <sighs> I could do with a sniff of morphine. Oh, 
lie I could do with a shot. This is all I can get away with. I must remain sober and alert. Hello? Is anyone there? Please, I need some help. Who are you? What do you want? Officer, please. You must come with me at once. There's been an accident. And what kind of accident? Who are you? One of the grooms. My companion's been kicked by an horse. He's lying unconscious by the road. By the road? What road? The road yonder. That leads to the house. What was your companion doing there? Why aren't the horses in the stable? We were exercising it. In the middle of the night? There's a restless one, miss. And it was spooked by out. Please, you must come with me at once. I can't leave this place unattended. Where are the stable boys? I don't know, officer. They're all gone. There are other officers patrolling the grounds. You must go to one of them for help. There's no one there. I've been running around calling for help for the last ten minutes. You're the first person I've seen. Please, officer, you must come with me at once. My companion is lying on the road dying while we're talking. Well, I should alert my supervisor. There's no time for that, officer. Come with me now, or my companion will be dead. Come on. Wait. That's him over there, officer. Where? I can't see. It's too misty. On the road. There. Hello there. Are you all right? Oh, there really is a body on the road. Is he dead? Oh, please God, let him not be dead. Hello, can you hear me? What's your name? Oh, you're shivering and cold. Oh, we must get him inside where it's warm. You, you must help me. Grab his legs. I'll get his shoulders. Hello? Where the devil have you gone? Hello? Where are you? Hey! Oh, damn it, I've been conned. Damn, damn, damn! Where the devil is everyone? I can't see anything. It's too misty. Oh, damn it, he's been here. I can see the gravel from his boots. It leads all the way to the wardrobe. Oh, bloody hell, there's frock coats all over the floor. He's been through all the pockets. Who's supposed to be guarding this? Oh, this is the end of my career. We caught an intruder. Where the devil were you? I was looking for you. You were supposed to be patrolling the drive. We were at the gate. Caught this little ruffian trying to jump his horse over the wall. That wall's much too high for your horse, boy. Now sit down in that corner while we get someone to take you to the police station. He's in pain. Got thrown off his horse, didn't he? Fell on his ribs. Well, serves him bloody right. There's another one. He has a companion. A companion? They played a trick on me. Came here calling for help. Claimed to be one of the guest's grooms. Said his partner had been kicked by a horse and needed my assistance. He led me out there towards those trees, and while I was attending to the injured man, his partner crept back in here and stole some furs. You abandoned your post. What else was I to do? There was no one else around. You were supposed to be patrolling the drive. I couldn't find you anywhere. What the devil were you doing at the gate? Where's the other man now? I don't know. Out there somewhere. You. What's your name? Oi. I'm talking to you. I say, steady on, Cooper. What's your name? Oswald. Oswald what? Oswald Cook. And who's your partner? He's my father. What happened to your head? My father hit me with a rock. Why? To make it look like I'd been kicked by a horse. Jesus Christ. Right on my boots, you bloody bugger. He's got a concussion. We need to get him to a doctor. Doctor, my ass! A good hiding is what that outcome needs. You'd better go and look for the boy's father and retrieve those furs he's stolen or we'll all be getting a hiding. I'll alert Chief Inspector Wright and get one of those underbutlers to clean up this mess.
<sighs> well, that didn't go very well, did it? I'm very disappointed in you, gentlemen. What was supposed to be a friendly celebration of our country's relationship with its European neighbours has descended into complete chaos. We are in the papers. Let me read it out to you. Theft at Sandringham. Two sable cloaks and one mink scarf were stolen from Sandringham House last night during the Prince of Wales' annual Christmas reception. The furs were stolen by a pair of petty criminals known as Barnabas and Oswald Crook. Barnabas Crook and his son Oswald. Crook by name and by nature. They're the ones the Whitehaven inspector spoke of. The ones Sebastian got involved with after he'd been expelled from the Priory. The villainous duo, who are father and son and originally hail from Lancashire, have been robbing their way through the country and have already served time in several of Her Majesty's prisons. Oswald Crook has been caught and is currently in Kingsley Hospital, under heavy guard, recovering from a serious wound to his head. But Barnabas Crook is still at large. The Norfolk Constabulary believe he may be heading towards London, where he will undoubtedly hope to dispose of his stolen ware in a profitable manner. <sighs> you should have alerted me before abandoning your post, Detective Sergeant Billings. I realise that now, I'm sorry. And as for you, Detective Sergeant Cooper, it seems you are playing dice at the front gate with some of the other officers instead of patrolling the grounds. What have you to say for yourself? I have nothing to say. Well, you're both under suspension. One week without pay. That'll give you enough time to ponder your shame and humiliation. In this episode, the parts were played as follows. Billings, David Alt. Nancy, Sarah Bowers. Mrs. Forrester, Laura Mursky. Al Bull, the prison guard, Barnabas Crook, Mike Young. Sebastian, Matt Sykes. Clarkson, Bob Lawrence. Jacobs, Anthony Hewson. Mrs. Appleby, Tanya Rich. D.I. Wright, Kareem Cronfley. D.C. Cooper, Luke Malloy. Arthur Etherbridge, Ivan Wilkinson. Oswald Crook, Sean Mendham. Audio Mystery Theatre is free to listen to, but not free to make. If you want to show your appreciation, please consider buying us a virtual cup of coffee at co-fi.com slash audiomysterytheatre. That's ko-fi.com slash audiomysterytheatre. With theatre spelt the British way. That is, with R-E at the end.